Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Doug, what celebrities would you want to play your parents in a biopic about your life? Okay, that's a great question. Um, or a or a biopic. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I have so many jokes. I was going to say, like, I... <laughs> when I was... When I was I landed on this question. And I'm like, well, this is this is going to go one of oh. many ways. Um, uh, <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Um, a dirty diaper inside of an old jewel bag. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Starring uh, a dirty diaper inside of an old jewel bag is, is who Chris Cochran. Roseanne's husband in the show. Roseanne. Oh, Tom Arnold. Tom, is it no, Tom no, Arnold? sorry. T- no, John Goodman. See, that's, I saw Tom Arnold. I'm like, that's not John. Tom Good- Arnold was her actual husband. John Goodman could be yeah. my my mom, and um, uh, no, John Goodman's not, too good. He's too good. I to, thought to I thought you were gonna do Roseanne Barr as your as your mom. No, Fran Drescher as my mom. Okay. Well, or, yeah. Um, who's? Oh, have you seen uh, Donnie Darko? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, have you Who? seen Speed? Yeah. Uh, there's a lady on the bus in Speed that like dresses like she's a 1950s preacher, and she's like one of the first passengers to die on the bus because they're getting like the bus driver off who's been shot, and she's they're like, "Come on, lady, get off the bus!" And she looks at Sandra Bullock and goes, "Annie, I have to." And she's like, "No, don't!" And she tries to reach out, and then. Dennis Hopper blows it. She falls beneath the bus and gets run over. That lady can play my mom. Is it only because of what happens to her? No. she uh, Honestly, <laughs> she does such a good job in Donnie Darko of being like an annoying like person. She's she's in Donnie Darko as well. Yes. She's, her, okay. her role in Donnie Darko should be perfect. Or... Um, I'm uh, just trying to cross, cross-reference both of these and see if I, can, if I can pinpoint who it is here. Yeah. I want to... I want to get uh, the the actor's name. I hate doing this. Run just describing it. If people people know what I'm talking about. Like if you've seen, I know it, the, that lady is like so easy to hate in that movie. I mean, Suzanne, ba- oh, she's female exec. Suzanne Barnes was not in both. I don't think. Oh, Beth Grant is her name. Uh, all right, Beth. Oh, Beth Grant. There we go. Yes. Played Helen, and she played Kitty Farmer on Dun- yes. in Darren Darko. She okay. is super. Just like she's so easy to hate in Donnie Darko. Uh, also, um, let's see here in Midnight Mass, there is a exceptionally pretentious, judgmental cunt of a character um, who I think could kill it as my mom. Her name is Samantha Sloyan, and boy, does she make it easy. She 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 you just you just love to hate her in that movie. Okay, she's one of those people where I'm like, she may have. Um, the uh, kid who played uh, what's his name, the Lannister kid in uh, Game of Thrones, okay, Super- Joffrey. Like they saw that kid in real life, and everyone hated him because of his character oh, yeah, was yeah, so yeah. obnoxious. I have a feeling this one would be the same way. You see her, you're, if you've seen mm. Midnight Mass, you're like, oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm gonna drown you. I'm gonna drown you in the toilet. 
you know, because you are so awful. Um, So what about your dad then? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Who's a big old pussy? Um, (laughs) Maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, what's his name? Another character actor. Uh, Here we go. That guy. That one guy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Where are you? Where are you? Oh, David Pamer. David Pamer. If you've seen, uh, he, he when you see him, you know him. Like, um, oh would, yes, absolutely, right, absolutely. Yeah. He yes. was in Ocean's Thirteen. He's a guy that basically got set up to basically get screwed over the whole film. He's in the movie Payback. Uh, he's just he's in a bunch of oh, stuff. Oh, he's in the movie Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. He's in. He's Get one Shorty. of those guys. I guarantee, if I click on this, it's going to be in the hundreds. Hold on. Uh, known for credits as an actor, 178 things. So right. he's one of those character actors that has successfully had a career as a character actor and has yes. for the past, let's see, where, when did he start here? For, yeah, for the past, let me go back to the beginning. Uh, <laughs> wow, since 78, he's been in 178. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just Things, going through yeah. this shit. I'm like, dear God. Like I know him best from Get Shorty, I think. Get Shorty. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's been in just a oh, lot Oh, he was of... in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel most yes. recently. Okay. And The Morning Show. Oh, yeah. Now, now I'm remembering all these things I've seen him right. in recently. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. He's, he's been in a lot of stuff. So um, if he's he's also one of those guys that if you name something, odds are he's had a part in it somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So David Pamer for my dad. Okay. And uh, I like that. Either Samantha Sloan or the first lady that I said for for my they would be Beth Grant. Beth Grant probably just age wise. Uh, yeah. Samantha Sloan's probably Beth too Grant young, is seventy. So I, yeah, Samantha's forty four. Beth Grant seventy four. Yeah, Beth Grant would probably yeah. be age wise would be the right person to do it. So I think they'd be right. knocking it out of the park. So what a pairing! What a what who, a pairing! Who would play, who would play your put, brother? Oh, um, The Rock. <laughs> nice, good answer. D- Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Good answer. He's, yes. you know, he's been. I feel like he's been Jonesing to do an indie film recently. Mm-hmm. I think he's. Like. It's. It's about. It's about time. He's. He's had his run of box office hits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for him to really sink his teeth into an indie film. Yeah, let's get into it. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> be great. Watching him be an assistant principal in rural Missouri yes. It'd be awesome. <laughs> what a what a, talk about a fish out of water. Right. Yeah. Just this. Just this giant dude in the middle of rural Missouri did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Who, who most of rural Missouri probably would not take kindly to. Uh, they would probably at least be afraid of him based on his size. You know, a hundred percent. Probably be yes. like, God, oh, don't fuck with that guy. But uh, yeah. they would say a lot of awful things, like from a distance. <laughs> but then, see, that's but here's the thing. This is where the Rock then gets to play the character that transforms the entire state of Missouri into being compassionate, uh, caring people. Yeah, and by that's a movie them, I would go see. By challenging them to a cage match. Exactly. Yes. And then murdering all of Missouri. <laughs> one by one, he's like stepping into by the one. ring. And he just fights his detractors uh, one at a time, like a bad action I would, movie. He, he fights the detractors <laughs> because, as we all know, the tractors are the real problem in Missouri yeah. politics. I yeah. said detractors, but I like yours better. Tractors. Oh, he's fighting absolutely. people. Bad guys on tractors. As they slowly yeah. roll in, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing falls like a deer. <laughs> I've been hunting I deer would, my whole life. <laughs> cracks his knuckles. <laughs> right. Thank God I brought my deer hunting guns. Cocoon, cocoon. <laughs> Turns into I like would, that bonus with, level from Street Fighter 2 <laughs> where he's just smashing shit. 
I would, without a doubt, see that movie. I would, I would yeah. be first in line to the box office to see. They're like, man, this is. Yeah. I'm like, this is my story, you know. <laughs> You're like, I don't see the connection. I'm like, trust me, it's in there. It's metaphorical. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Who would pay? Who would play your parents? I, I would. So I, I was trying to figure out uh, age wise and kind of just like general. Personality. Oh, I know who'd play your dad. I forget his name. Well, I was thinking Kurt Russell for my dad. Definitely. I think Kurt Russell, similar similar head of hair if my dad grosses out a little bit. Um, and I feel like uh, sensibility-wise. Um, who did you have for my dad? Who, I don't remember his name. He was also was a character actor Okay. that, and I don't remember what fucking, oh, I nailed it. He was also in Get Shorty. Dennis Farina. Oh, my God. No, I take it back. Absolutely, Dennis 100%. Farina. 100%. Why Dennis did Farina? I not think of Dennis Farina? Yes, or, absolutely. Or Sam Elliott. <laughs> I could see Sam Dennis Farina definitely though. I, I, like I I'm leaning more yeah. towards Dennis Farina, but yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. would be that's a great yeah. yeah. Uh, for my stepdad, I would say uh, I'm going with Ed Harris. Okay. Um, and then for my mom, Diane Keaton, stepmom Sally Field. Wow, you got this, man. Bam, 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 bam. This guy's bam, all bam, over bam, it. bam, bam. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, goddamn Dennis Farina. That's a great. That's a great call. I don't even yeah. know why. Yeah, because my dad. Rocks the mustache better than anyone that I've ever seen rock a mustache. The first so. thing I thought of when your dad, I was like, who's a cool guy with a mustache? I was like, <laughs> or Sam Elliott. Either way, it'd be really yeah. cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. That's so <laughs> awesome. That's so much fun. Speaking of so much fun, gang, uh, I've been streaming Lethal Company on our video game nights and whole for the last two weeks. Holy shit. I'm going to tell you um, what. Uh, I've got I've been, a, I've been jelly that I have not been able to join these. I've got a bunch more clips coming. So from last Friday's uh, stream <laughs> and, and holy shit, have these been fun to just dig out and parse yeah. out. If you're not familiar with the game, it, first of all, it's $10 on Steam. So do yourself a favor, spend 10 bucks and get it. Um, it's a it's it's like sci-fi horror kind of in that you are working for this company as salvagers and you go to these abandoned moons and these abandoned facilities and you just try to find scrap you find all sorts of stuff but there's also horrifying monsters that are existing on these moons and you're trying to survive uh through all of it and what i love most about the game is when you're playing with other people there's proximity chat meaning that you can only hear talk to people and hear them from a certain distance and the audio engineering in the game is fantastic because if someone goes into another room it's muffled and you can buy like walkie talkies and talk to each other on the on like the walkie talkie and everything like that it is an absolute blast it's full of shenanigans uh, you get scared, you die, and it's very fun. So I've had so much fun playing it. Ha- last week was just an absolute shit show. Natalie watched it three times. The the, the she, stream, the whole thing. Yeah, she loves. She loved Jesus, it. Jesus, dude. She was like going back, and I was like, just so you know, there's a lot of bad language. She doesn't care. She loves it. Um, and it's total fun. So go check out our VODs uh, from the last live a uh, couple live streams check those out they're there also uh, there's some shorts I already have a couple released yeah. there's more coming uh, maybe by the time this comes out several more would have come out so check out our shorts <laughs> playlist youtube.com slash podcast for all that good stuff and if you like what you see there hit the like button hit the subscribe button uh, we'd appreciate the love there for all that sort of stuff so um, did yeah, you say lay the like button lay the like bucket lay the bucket? like bucket Lay, lay the like bucket. Lay down in the like bucket. 
Take a moment, bathe yourself, and leave the bathwater behind. Don't ask questions. But the contract is, whatever you leave behind, we get to keep. So That's true. There you go. That goes that goes right into our Patreon account. Right into our Patreon account for resale, you know? Yep. Or wholesale, depending on what kind of deal you want to do. We can we can work true. it out. We're flexible, you know? If you're leaving holes behind, then we're going to have a wholesale. Then we're going to fill them, you know? That's it. And that's it's all how, I... And that's, that's how all we make I, our money, folks. That's all I have to say about that, you know? Oh, my God, I'm going to buff. That's um, a, a true Missouri business model right there. <laughs> Woo! We're going to fill them holes. Filling holes uh, and making does. Um, so I have a uh, fun story to tell you. Um, okay. There's now after this thing that's happened, there's two defining moments in Jill and I's relationship that have happened. <laughs> that I think after this thing, like we remember, I'll tell you. I'm actually going to tell you two stories. So okay, I'll just show you how, how these these memories that st- stuck with us in our relationship for. Well over I'm a decade se- now. I'm settling in. Let's let's do this. So the first one was years ago, many, many years ago. We were living in Chicago and everything like that. And um, Jill was on the phone with my mom, and I was trying to make her laugh while she was talking to my mom. So I was, like, dancing, like, really aggressive in front of her and stuff like that. And she was sitting on the couch. And at one point, I got up onto the couch, and I started, like, just, like, you know, Chippendales, like, in her face. Yeah. I was yeah. just going right back and forth, and I was really getting into it. And then a bit of spit fell out of my mouth and into her mouth while she was talking on the phone. Yeah, she was trying not to acknowledge what was happening while she was talking to my mom. And then she was like disgusted and also like <laughs> it was so hysterically like off-putting and funny that both of us broke down laughing. And she basically had to like tell my mom she was going to call her back because she was like, what the fuck did you just do? You basically spit in my mouth. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't (laughs) mean to do that. I was just trying to be silly and I took it too far. What a surprise. (laughs) That's my, that's my MO. Sure. And so we still reference that to this day of like, Hey, remember that time you spit in my mouth unintentionally? I was like, Oh Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So last week, um, Jill was going to go get her hair, like, cut and everything like that and I was like uh, when is that happening is that happening this week is it happening next week she's like you know I don't know I'm gonna have to give him a call in a few minutes I was like that's cool so I leave I go in the kitchen and I have these moments Justin where I literally go into Dougland. I don't know if I've described what, what it means when I go to Dougland, but I just I have an I have an idea having known you for a long time but you why don't you tell us real quick what is for those uninitiated listeners what is Dougland? Uh I basically um uh, I hop on an express chain out of reality and go to go to this wonderful place called Dougland, where I just I'm off somewhere mentally somewhere else, and yeah. the Holy Spirit's taking over my body and doing whatever, and I don't even full, realize full autopilot. I realize I have no idea what the fuck's going on most of the time. Yeah. I'm just off imagination land, whatever. It's it's gone. One of these times, I was at my computer and I was just uh, like talking to my cat Taco. I was like, taco, taco, kitty, kitty, taco, taco, kitty, 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 taco, taco. And I'm just doing something on the computer. I remember this. Yeah. And I was doing this for like a minute straight. And Jill goes, Doug. And I'm like, what? She goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you're just repeating taco, taco, kitty, kitty over and over. What are you doing? And I'm like, I didn't realize I was doing that. I was just like, (laughs) I had stepped out and I just like left whatever I was doing on repeat. And it was just going and going and going. And so... The record to, in your mind had kept was skipping. Yeah, the, I was like, I set up the yeah. code where I was like, loop, 
And it was yep. just like going. I was like, well, I was off doing other things. So I was in the kitchen and I was like warming up some food and my uh, my knees had popped. And I started like, like I was like, oh, yeah. And I started dancing. Uh, <laughs> I started feeling like, pop that knee, pop it good. And I came around the corner and I go, pop that knee just like you should. Like really <laughs> aggressive. And in that moment, Jill had just connected with the hair, the hair place. I literally heard the hello, thanks for calling. And she was like, so baffled <laughs> at what I had done. And she saw the look in my eye of like, oh, fuck, I forgot. A, I didn't realize what I was doing. And B, totally forgot you said you were going to call. And she literally had to hang up the phone. She couldn't. She's like, I can't even try it. And we laughed for about two minutes straight. I fell onto the couch. Like, we were both, like, crying, laughing because oh, I'm like, God. I'm sorry. I did it again. Like, I just, I was like, I'm going to step out for a little bit, gang. I'll see you later. I'm going to get some milk, you know, and I just, like, took off. And I just, why I was, right. why I felt the need to, to sing <laughs> and dance and speak that aggressively, I'll never know. And also just busting in to where Jill's room is like, yeah. It's just like, I'm on the fucking phone. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> And she's like, this is just like you spitting in my mouth all over again. I'm like, yeah, it's in the same vein. That's for sure. <laughs> I love when you have those moments where you just, it's unex, it's so unexpected and you just can't breathe. You're just, yeah. you're laughing. So those are, those are the true little fucking nuggets of, of joy in life. Jill hits like this, this threshold of like hysterical laughter that just yeah. sends me like it is a drug that I will never mm -hmm. get tired of. Like it is. There's. Beth, it's. Beth's got. Beth's got a cry laugh that she hates. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's so it's such an ugly laugh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That is a wonderful because it is pure unadulterated laughter. It is not yeah. there. You again. It's it's you. You've lost control over your body. You're laughing that mm -hmm. hard. It's it's yeah. marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. Jill. Jill hits a fevered pitch, and it is like it is so. It's it, it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> when we're there because even if something i didn't if, if i obviously got her there it's like whew, man yeah i'm the fucking best even if i didn't i start <laughs> laughing because i'm just enjoying her hitting that level like it's, it's yeah. fantastic it's the absolute best <laughs> so um milos yeah. used to have that when we lived together <clears throat> Bob and I would would just relish in the times when when something would get we'd be on a bit something would happen and you would see Milos his arms would cross and he would kind of retract into himself and he would try to stifle it and he would get that like and he would just see him start to bounce and mm -hmm. then the eyes would squint and then he did this this like, like he's like, like a frequency it was the I've never if you know Milos he's kind of a, he's a dude's dude he likes sports and he likes whiskey and he's this and this but he had the like this like <laughs> this super high-pitched weird giggle and it was again it was one of those things where the minute he if we could get him to that point all of us were done yeah. we were all just toasted yeah. absolutely yeah it's like another thing to laugh is just someone else laughing. You know, you're just yes. like, yes, we're when there. When it's that pure, like that you've, they've lost control laughter. That is, there is something so infectious about that. And when it's in a place where you're not supposed to laugh or a moment you're not supposed sure. to laugh. I mean, sure. is there anything both Bull. equally awesome and terrible at the same time? Bob and I had that at work. We were in a, uh, or was it Bob and I? I can't remember. I think it was, but it was someone at work and we were, uh, we, we were in a meeting where we were all on camera, 
but this person and I were chatting on the side, text like typing to each other about something that was happening in the meeting, something someone was doing that was very stupid. And we kept every time they would do it, we would like we would comment on it, and we got we got ourselves to the point where we were just. I mean, I like I had to. I think I turned my camera off. Or I, I pretended to draw like. It was so blatant that both of us were just not paying attention to what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, you're trying to stifle it, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. So, yeah. it's I love that more than anything in Zoom meetings nowadays. <laughs> oh, is like yeah. Doing that private chat with somebody and then watching their reaction because you send it, mm-hmm. and you're like, and you look at them, and then you, they're like, You're watching, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I got him. I got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, that's uh, the fucking best. I love that. I saw a video <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> This man, this woman were in church and uh, they had microphones and obviously they were singing and like <laughs> is the the camera's just on them. And it says like, try not to laugh when the pastor falls <laughs> and like apparently they fall and they both just immediately like turn and they're facing the wall. They put their microphones away from them. They're like pulling out their phones and they're just like kind of shooting eyes at each other. They're like, we can't look at each other right now because if we do, we're going to oh. laugh to see those two people sitting there trying not to laugh. Yeah. In that situation, I started laughing on their behalf because the, that's the best. Have you have you seen the supercut of uh, of the uh, inappropriate times to laugh? Videos? I don't know if I have. Oh, I've got to send. There's one. I think is is it a a it's a talk show, and I want to say it's a French talk show, mm-hmm. or maybe I can't remember what what, what country it was from. But there's the. the I think the thing was people who are who are afflicted with like uh, things that make life more difficult. And there's mm-hmm. there's one guy who sound when he talks, he sounds like he's talking with helium like oh, all the no. time. And the host just caught the bug. And again, like the, you could see the host kept saying, "I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry." But was just in tears. Laughing hysterically, and he goes, "I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry. Please continue." And the guy started, and then the host just went, <laughs> just, "Just fucking lost it." And the oh. audience, you, it would cut to the audience. The audience was going, just how disapproving could, headshakes to uh, to the host, laugh? like, "How could you? How could you make fun of him?" And he's like, "I'm not. Ma- I promise, I'm not making fun of you." And <laughs> but every time this guy started speaking, the host would just lose his shit. I love and even those. The, and the guy was the guy was like, you know, I can't. It's very rude that you're laughing at me. I and can't. He's, it's very rude that you're laughing at me. And you're like, stop. T- shut the fuck up, man. This is never going like, to stop. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I yeah. can't help it. This sucks. Yeah. I saw I, another one. It was to... like a UK like game show. It, it was something like, you know, you know, who wants to be a millionaire sort of situation. Yeah. And they said something about the word fanny, which in the UK oh, means yes. vagina. Uh-huh. And so, like they they said that, and the host did. He held on as long as he could, and then he just like it hits him, and he can't he can't keep talking. He can't keep like asking the question, and then he basically gets you know rocked for two minutes as he's trying to keep going, but he can't like that. I love that shit so much to know, oh, yeah. and just it's like watching SNL when you know the the people are oh, cast they, are breaking <coughs> when they break. Yeah, yeah, like those <coughs> those are Absolutely. so much fun. Like. Oh, I love it because they're not supposed to, but they can't help it. I'm like, that's just, that's just, that to me is like, I know on SNL that's considered a big no-no, but for me, I'm like, it's the fucking best, man, because these are professionals and it's, (laughs) what's happening is so outrageous. They can't keep it together, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it used to be a little bit uh, more, uh, 
not accepted, but I think over the the like Lauren Michaels used to get really pissed off about that. But over the over the course of the the forty nine years it's been on the air, he's I think people have said like it's it, you still don't want to do it, but it's become much more. It it's okay, you know. You don't want to do it because you don't want it to take up more time than it needs to. You know, this is exactly it's a yeah. run ship and stuff like that. But I mean, I saw that when I was like at Second City. And doing oh, that stuff, it was yeah. very much like this is what you do. And then I went to I.O., man, I'm like, fuck, people are on stage having a blast, like just enjoying themselves, not taking themselves too seriously. And I'm like, oh, I'm really vibing with this, like just going all out and just that's really cool. I like having that. fun and taking those moments to just or and not, I mean, it's from like one of the, the sketch I'm thinking of is when Will Ferrell plays like uh, the, the prospector in the military. Oh, yes, 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 He's yes. like. It's what an absurd concept, and Will right. Ferrell, of course, plays it perfectly. Everyone in that fucking scene is trying not to laugh because he's just absolutely like, military, like modern military. And he stands up and he's like, "Oh, it's me, Willie the Prospector." What I say we got to do is get on over there and make sure we get our gold. And everyone's like trying so hard. He's like, "We're gonna get in their stealth." It's like, "What are we doing with the Prospector?" He's clanking. He's like, "Oh." Fiddlesticks, you know, whatever he says, and just <laughs> yeah, yeah. just nails it. And I'm like, oh my god, it's it's the fucking best. I love watching watching those compilations of of those moments where people break. It's the fucking best. Yeah. And there's a few up. people who who definitely wore the crown, if you will. Will yeah. Ferrell was one of them. Uh, Kate McKinnon was another mm. one. And uh, um, I've seen Will Will Forte. I think it, really, yeah. it's the people who commit. The harder the person commits. To this, the more they play the silly serious, and the bigger they play it, and the bigger it comes, the more serious they become about it. Yeah, it that's usually when they get the other people to just they they're done, they're toast. Yeah, they're like absolute Kate, toast. Kate McKinnon is just like oh, when what she's a I mean, <clears throat> the best one is obviously when she, Cecily Strong, and Ryan Gosling oh. are playing the three who have been abducted, oh. and they did that a ton of times. But the first one is still just there's nothing like that one, and oh. Gosling just. Well, even uh, it was uh, A.D. Bryant and Bobby Moynihan were the interviewers. And even they were. You could see them. Everybody was. She had everyone eating out of the palm of her hand. Yeah, it was the best. And she knew it, too. Like, when you're in that moment, like, she's just, like, just leaning into it even more so. I'm going to play this up. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. The way she was sitting, everything about it, you know. She's just cigarette. They threw me out on the the roof of a Long John Silver with my pink out and my stink out. (laughs) (laughs) Not my worst Tuesday night, you know. Just... (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so So, good so fucking good speaking of long john silvers um panera panera (laughs) so uh this is uh this was big news i've heard it a lot of different places but um fucking uh i first of all i i didn't realize panera bread had a goddamn uh i don't know supercharged lemonade (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, and it and the name the name of it is yeah, it's uh, it yeah, it's, I think it's it's called it's Panera's Charged Lemonade, which yeah, sounds like they've dropped batteries into a glass of lemonade. I don't understand I, why. I I don't um when I think of energy drink and pick me up, yeah, I don't be like Panera. That's no. that's what we need. I'm thinking and a cup of coffee, maybe a Danish, and uh, some a Red Bull with some. Or if you're like, I need soup. a boost. You're like Red Bull Monster, right? You know, five hour but, energy. You're like those are the things yeah. you go to. You don't be like, I gotta go to Panera Bread and get this no. charged fucking lemonade. <laughs> no. 
So um, the reason why this is in the news is two people have died after drinking this. Yeah. Uh, two people that have had um, heart conditions have 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 drank have drank this and then had complications afterwards, and so they're being sued currently for um, you know allegedly killing people with their drink. So, um, so I don't know how familiar you are with milligrams of caffeine or whatever. Um, but the Panera Charged Lemonade in a 130-ounce glass of this has 390 milligrams of caffeine. So the maximum amount of caffeine allowed in any particular drink, I believe, is 400 milligrams by the FDA. So this just just not, under. Not in, a, not in a drink. That is That is what the FDA says healthy adults can consume a day. A day. Yeah. 400 milligrams a day. Throughout however many drinks, but don't go over this. Yeah. So one drink, <clears throat> yeah. 390 a cup, milligrams. A cup of coffee is roughly 95 milligrams of uh, caffeine. Yeah. So, and yeah. To, the, 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 to kind of give you a comparison, one 30-ounce uh, glass of this Panera Charge Lemonade is equivalent to 11 and a half cans of Coca-Cola. <laughs> 11 and a half 12-ounce cans of Coca-Cola because one 12-ounce can of Coca-Cola has 34 milligrams. So you need to drink 11 and a half of those to equal one Panera Charge Lemonade. Even in your heyday, I don't think you ever reached 11 and a half cans. Listen, I consumed a lot of soda. That would, <clears throat> that would probably be like a holiday. Like that's like Thanksgiving <laughs> or a Christmas. Yeah. And just going ham on that. Like that. that is... That's a lot. And to, a and again, ton. I'm just really curious with Panera's strategy here. Like, you know what we ought to offer? You know what we got to get into on? Because what are we known for? What are we really known for? I don't know. Bread bowls, you know, mac and cheese, uh, <laughs> whatever. I think we got to get in with energy drinks. You know, when people come here, they want comfort food and they want to get right. fucking jacked to the tits. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving money on the table, guys. All right? This is... We can corner this market. We want comfort food and fucking caffeine, you know? <laughs> we, the yuppies don't have a place to consume a ton of caffeine. Hipsters want bread bowls and almost 400 <laughs> milligrams of caffeine per drink. When someone's eating their panini, they need the ca- they need 400 milligrams of liquid caffeine. It's, well, I, the thing is understand. that the the dude that that recently died on this, he drank three of them. Yeah, three. Yeah, Dennis Brown of Fleming Island, Florida, drank three charged lemonades from a local Panera on October 9th and then suffered a fatal cardiac arrest on his way home. So this guy consumed yeah. almost twelve hundred milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, in one sitting. Yeah, and Jesus Christ, no wonder. His body was like, nope. And he already had like a heart condition. So like. That's, yeah. Now the question is, did, are they, and I don't know if it talks about in this. Is it clear? Because I know like McDonald's now up in their, on their, uh, on their, the menus behind the thing, they actually say, here's how much, you know, sodium or calories. And like they're, they're giving, I think mm-hmm. the FDA required them to do that. Is Panera advertising how much caffeine is actually in one of these obviously not um because the other young woman who died 22 year old like had a she was aware of her heart condition and rigorously uh, supposedly like monitored what she ate and drank so 
if that is to be true, we would assume that this young woman would have been like, oh, fuck, no, I can't drink that. Like that's that would be really bad. Oh, I didn't see this. So that's this is interesting. It's unclear whether Brown knew how much caffeine and other stimulants were in the drink, which at the time of his death was available in the self-service dispensers and offered side by side with all the other stores, non-caffeinated and or less caffeinated drinks. Yeah, because so it's think just of sitting there in the fucking soda fountain. Right. Because like you're like, like, oh, I'm going to get a lemonade. <clears throat> right. You know, you oh, don't a think- lemonade with a boost of caffeine. How I don't want coffee. So maybe I'll just that's oh, fun. It's, it's charged yeah. up. That's cool. Yeah, it's like- exactly. You yeah. think that you're getting like a lemonade with a, the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. You just don't have to have coffee breath. Like that's right. what a great afternoon treat, you know? Yeah. Plus there's also 30 teaspoons of sugar in this fucking drink too. So like there's that. Jesus so. Christ. Boy, your body, I would, man, I would love a personification of what your body's doing when you consume that because between the sugar and the caffeine, it's right? got to be, you know, it's probably like doing a line of Coke, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Your body's like, I- ah! If it makes Danger. you want to smoke. I mean, what does your heart think? Your heart's like, I don't know what's in our system, man, but we got to go. Like, just starts <laughs> <laughs> just doing push-ups, right? you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Have uh, you ever had an insane amount, like an, an unusual amount of caffeine in your body? Like, I mean, you, you, like yes, I don't feel like I, I've ever consumed enough to, to, like, have a super physical reaction. I have I have I have had enough coffee on some mornings where not recently but I have had enough when I when we started uh when they redid our offices before the pandemic and they put this like big like fancy coffee dispensing mechanism this big machine uh we all drank way too much coffee and I definitely had a few mornings where like I could feel like my heart was like and I was jittery and I just I did not feel I didn't feel right. I just yeah. did overall did not feel right. And so I can't imagine. And I know I, at that time I probably had maybe six cups of coffee, maybe six <sighs> just over cups of coffee. That's a lot. Throughout the course of like the first four hours of the day or Oof. something like that. Right. Yeah. So again, at, Dude, I, what were your I felt dumps that, like with that? The rocket fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the bottom of the porcelain. Because I've heard about the coffee dumps. I don't drink coffee, so oh, the coffee I've heard dumps are—they're real. Yeah, they and just when, come, like yeah, they yeah. come firing out like uh, with purpose. Well, you know what's what's amazing is if you if you drink the night before, no, oh. like the 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 hangover dumps are a real thing too. The booze the booze dumps is a is a big thing. So if you if you drink the night before, then you wake up and you slam a couple cups of coffee. That dump is epic. That is again. Something I would else. love to see the personification of you, your bowels. When that happens, oh, I was gonna say you you don't want to see it, Doug. Trust no, me. No, <laughs> send me pictures. You know. All right. <laughs> this weekend, yeah, you get hammered on Friday and on Saturday morning, two giant mugs of coffee and just show me what comes out. Beth's like, is this your third uh, glass of scotch? It is. Uh, it's in the name of science, Beth. Now listen, Doug asked for I it. Have, okay. I, Doug wants. This is research. Doug wants yeah. to see my poop. Yeah. Don't ask questions. She's like, I'm it sorry. What? Yeah. He I, wants to see my poop. I'm also gonna drink a lot of coffee tomorrow. So. Obviously, you don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> it's hey, all laid out. Thanks in- for not supporting me. And then it turns into a big fight about how she doesn't support you. And it's sure. less about you deflecting. You know, <laughs> Doug wants to see my poop. You know, Doug wants to see my poop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. This is I, I, I can't imagine. I, so, again, even with what even with that, just like the uncomfortableness that I felt and that that was nowhere near the amount that he consumed. I can't imagine what his what he was physically feeling like. I think the Cannot grossest I've ever felt was when I was in junior high, 
I was like, a lot of us were dumb and thinking like, you got to have a lot of sugar before you go to the track meet and, and run. So okay. you have a lot of like energy. So like, I remember slamming like a whole bag of Skittles and a, and a, a can of Jolt Cola. Oh no. And basically Jolt. that sugar and that soda just like sat like a rock in my stomach. And I was like, Ugh. I just felt, I don't think I've ever really, maybe I have, and maybe, I don't know. It's like, it's like when someone goes, man, tea tastes so good. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to have tea. I'm like, why does this taste like shit? It's because my expectations are, it's going to taste like something way better than what tea tastes like. And so I thought it was the same <clears> thing of like, when caf- does caffeine hit me and wake me up? I think it probably does have an effect. I guess I think I'm expecting a larger boost Okay. Um, to what I've gotten, um, because there are times when I was training and I would, you know, all of a sudden I was like, I'm like, man, like midday after lunch, I'm feeling like shit and I have to go and, you know, present for an hour. I would drink a Mountain Dew to like, I was like, it's a Mountain Dew kind of day. And I go drink a Mountain Dew and I guess it would make me feel a little better to some extent. Um, wasn't proud of it, but I, so I guess to some extent it did work, but I think what I was expecting was this like, you know, right. Right, but you were expecting like an like an adrenaline shot or a bump of cocaine. Like you right. were expecting that, just yeah. like we're in now, let's do it. Yeah, but really, what it was is it probably was working. I just didn't because I've always been like I don't feel like caffeine affects me, but I don't think it affects me like I think it's going to. Exactly. So, yeah, and yeah. if you have enough of it, it will. Because I yeah. I feel the same way. I feel I actually I do feel like I've built up some sort of a tolerance to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've drunk coffee for so many years of my life and I don't yeah. do decaf. So, but at the same time, I, yeah, I think, I think people have a misconception about, yeah, cause when we grow up, we're watching cartoons that yeah. someone puts a pot of coffee down and then they're like, their eyes bug out and then they start running their circles around the room and it's like, oh, yeah. that's what coffee is. Great. Yeah. That's what caffeine is. Great. Yeah. And it's, 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 I think it's, I think you're right. There's like definitely a tolerance to it where it becomes like a routine where, you know, I know a lot of people that like my mom used to say she didn't drink coffee until she started teaching because Mm -hmm. she just needed to get up and be able to get up and go. So it just became, you know, she would drink it black too, like nothing in it. So that was just like the thing that she did. And it was part of the routine was get up, have coffee. That that was like part of like what helped jumpstart her in the day. And for me, To sound really cool, it's uh, stretching and walking is like my thing that breaks me out of like my morning fatigue. Yeah. So I stretch for 35 minutes and I go on a, you know, three and a half mile walk and then I'm like, okay, I'm awake. (laughs) Not to derail this, but I wanted to ask you a question. And what better time to ask a personal question Mm -hmm. than on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, Do you find when I wake up? Yeah. Can you send me pictures? I'll tell you what, man, it's regular. I like the fact that you you reached for something. I thought maybe it was your phone that you already had pictures of it on there. <laughs> you should have an album. I'm like, you a know, shared, I'm a shared album. Just all of a sudden, a whole bunch of stuff just pops up. Stop like, airdropping like, this to me. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. No, I'm not looking at this. <laughs> anyway, you were no, saying. No, when I wake up in the morning, I am so uh, stiff. My back mm-hmm. is stiff. My my hamstrings and, and my, like everything is just... It's stiff. I, and I feel like if I were to wake up and I were to start working out, I would absolutely just demolish my body. I would do, I would, I would pull something. You waking up and stretching, do you, have you, have you noticed an effect on how you feel when you wake up? 100%. You have. Like stretching okay. is, is 
even before you stretch though like just it are you just in general looser do you wake up stiff and then you work it out or do you wake up a little bit looser now there is definitely like I've like when I've gone and stayed with my in-laws and I get up in the morning just to walk Loki and like I don't take the time to stretch before I walk. There's a noticeable difference. I am very okay. stiff. I'm like, oh, I don't like this, especially like my lower back. Um, yeah. When I, I take about 35 minutes to do my stretch routine. And when I'm okay. after that, I, I'm ready to walk and I feel really good and I feel okay. loose and everything. And I also do um, a lot of warm ups before I lift. So I, I stretch. I walk. And then I go to the gym and then I do like five minutes of on the road machine and then do I do like probably two to three minutes of warm up exercises before I actually get into lifting because I need my body to be warm and ready to go. Long gone are the days of like I show up at the gym and just start doing bench press without any sort of warm up whatsoever. Like <laughs> those days are long gone. That ain't happening anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really <clears throat> important for me to do that. So glad I could help. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to know, and I felt uh, I know you do it every day. So yeah, I see I, the I yeah. see the alerts. I see your alerts. And congratulations, man! All right, closing those rings. Way to go! Thank you. Did I close them today? I don't fucking know. Almost. How about your dad? No, you're not Kurt Russell. I'm not Kurt Russell. <laughs> or, I'm not like the or, other uh, guy. <laughs> yeah. Why do we both name. just Dennis Farina? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, why do we both just play? I was going to say Eric Padilla. Don't know who that is. I think I just made that up, but you know. Great. So to Eric Padilla, if you're out there, shout out. Shout, hey, we're looking to cast you in something. Let us yeah. get, get at us. Get at us. You know, just hit me up at DougCochran.net and, uh, you know, check out the cool photos from <clears throat> the real Doug Cochran. So uh, is there a small party that's curious to try this? Absolutely. Sharks absolutely. Lemonade? Yeah. yeah. I, would, I am I, too. I wouldn't want to drink all of it, but I'd love to try it. Like just yeah. a sip of it and just be like, how awful is this? You know? Because, I don't know, something tells me, like, my mouth is puckering just thinking about it. Because I'm sure it's between the, the, it's the sweetness probably. and the tartness of it. I'm sure it'd be like, ah, blah, Because yeah. I've also heard, like, I have taken a sip of, like, a five-hour energy. And I'm like, who the fuck drinks this? There's, like, this chemical I, I have I have taste. slammed five-hour energies before. And only to get me through right. the next five hours. Right. And it, there's a chemical sort of taste smell to okay. it. I don't think it's the case with this. You think you're just drinking lemonade? You know what I mean? Right. So, oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Well, it's the same yeah. with red, it's the same. It's a similar Monster Red Bull, Monster all that Red stuff. Bull. They all have that that twinge of like almost like Robitussin flavor or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I have to would imagine love this to is, take a taste. But I would say that uh, I do hope that uh, uh, Panera, you know, is held accountable for this. I feel really bad for the two families that lost someone to this. Uh, it, it's horrible. I mean, it's just it's not. Shouldn't have happened, and uh, yeah, I, I I do hope Panera, you know, uh, pays the piper. If you will. I love well Panera's response currently is Panera stands firmly by the safety of its products. I'm like, do you, you? Sure about that? Do you? You sure, you sure about that? This is where we're digging our heels in Panera. This is the hill you're gonna die on. Yeah, you know, branding Panera bread, fucking charged lemonade. It'll fucking kill you. You know, like right, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, it'll be a real big hit. I just, I, I, there's such a huge disconnect between between what I view as the brand of Panera Bread and this product. They do not yes, line up at all. Absolutely. If you told yes. me this was at Taco Bell, I'd believe it. All right, like <laughs> those 100%. new Taco Bell cantinas, because then yes. you just put a little bit of booze in it, and now it's just four loco with lemonade. A hundred percent. Like that yeah. makes total sense to me. But Panera, like, I don't get it, man. And the fact that they're like, nah, man, 
we we did research and development on this. We built this. And this is our thing. And you know, I don't give a shit who dies. We're selling this fucking lemonade. It's like okay. It's a hundred story, bro. I just needed to check it out. There's 156 milligrams of caffeine in a 23 ounce can of Four Loco. That's crazy. Yeah, 70 milligrams in a 12 ounce Jolt. That's crazy. So still not as much as coffee, so you're good. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. In other, you know, fast food news. Right. Uh, Wait, where's our so, topic music? Oh, that's right. One second. Where's our topic change music? Yeah, let's get to the good stuff. So this, this, I, I heard this story and I was like, I cannot wait. This is going on the list. This yeah. is the fucking best. Um, so if you haven't heard about this, I've also heard about this in multiple places. Uh, there was a woman in Ohio who assaulted a Chipotle worker. So the way this allegedly went down, uh, this woman, uh, Rosemary Hain, was at a Chipotle. And supposedly, uh, she went in, she ordered her food bowl. They made it for her. She didn't like it. Said they did something wrong. They remade it for her. Still had a problem with it. They ended up remaking it supposedly like four times. And they did it, and they did it, and did it. And on that last time, Miss uh, Miss Rosemary Hain took that bowl and threw it in the employee's face. A whole bunch of hot food, just wha-pow, right in the yeah. face. And she was arrested, and she was uh, found guilty. <laughs> and I forget what the... Um, with the official charges, but basically assault, more or less. Yeah. And so when it came to hand down the sentence, the judge goes, I'm going to give you two options. You can spend 90 days in jail or you can spend 30 days in jail and do 60 days working at a fast food restaurant. Which one would you like to do? And Miss Rosemary Haynes said she would like to do the latter. She agreed to do 30 days in jail followed by 60 days at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. And I could not be happier that she is forced to do this. I also hope, I also hope that people figure out which Chipotle she's working at. And I don't want them to assault her, but man, do I want them to go in and make sure that uh, they give her the full, the full customer service uh, uh, treatment. Anyone who's worked in a service job knows exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And she deserves to feel what it feels like to work in that thankless job. Yeah. I, I I was just reading kind of the the quote from Miss Hain here. Oh, from her, yeah, yeah. In court, Hain apologized and tried to explain the rationale behind her screaming at the Chipotle <laughs> worker, who is twenty six year old Emily Russell. She says, "If I showed you how my food looked, and how my food looked a week later from that same restaurant, it's disgusting looking." That's such a confusing sentence. I don't. That is that is someone who is really just clawing for any semblance of a uh, of an excuse. She's really and working, working hard. The, fa- the fault from the judge goes. I bet you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I have talked yeah, about this in previous episodes, though, yeah, where I think like like, the- where people people are required should be required to work some amount of time in a service job just so they understand what it's like. Yeah. I, 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 the idea that you would walk into a fast food restaurant with right. lofty expectations of anything, 
Like, listen, everyone deserves to have a meal that is good. You know, right. that's subjective. But like, you know, when I walk into a Chipotle, I know what I'm getting. When I walk into yes. a McDonald's, I know what I'm getting. My expectations are set. All right. Mm-hmm. And I've also never been in a situation where my food was so poorly prepared that I've been like, I'm going to fucking throw this in somebody's face. You know what I mean? Right. Like I've, I've <clears> never, <throat> I, and, and if I did that, if I got to the point where I did that, I think five minutes later, I would probably be the most embarrassed person. I'd be oh, yeah. mortified that I let my emotions get the best of me, you know, well, like. Well, I, w- I want to know what, when she says that this, this, uh, you, you should, it was disgusting. You, you should have seen the, the way the food looked. If you had them make it four times, uh, Chipotle is set up so you can see what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. if they're doing something in like smooshing it down or mixing it the way you don't like. I don't, I don't understand. If you're looking at the line and you're like, that food looks sus, I'm out. Like, don't yeah. don't get the bowl. Like, you can yeah. see what they're putting in it before they put in it. So, yeah. really, it's on you for going through and having them remake it four times. If it didn't look good, then yeah. walk the fuck out of the store. That's yeah. it. Each time, guess what? Like, it's a really good point. You're seeing the the tins that they're pulling this from. Like, what? Yes. What's going to change on the second, the third, and the fourth take of right. this? Like, I don't understand what <laughs> no. what's going to happen. And and then at the end of the day, if you just if you don't like it, then say, hey, I'd like – again, this still doesn't look right. I'd like my money back and walk out the store. Yeah. Walk out. I guarantee you there's another Chipotle down the road or some other uh, restaurant you can eat at. It, yeah. You've got your options. If you're eating at Chipotle, you've got options. I've been – incredibly frustrated at a halal guys right before you yes, and I you, used, used to when you and I used to absolutely. go meet up and record in person there's a halal guys which was so good right across the street from where we record and one day I went in there and there was a line of people and everything like that <clears throat> and I was in line and someone just literally stopped making my meal and they were just doing and, and they were taking everyone else's stuff and they just literally stopped making my stuff and I just was like looking around I'm like <clears throat> what the fuck you guys are not they just they just abandoned it. Right. And I waited there for like a minute or two and I'm like, no one, no one's and you know what I did? I fucking turn around and I just left. I was like, uh-huh. my half created order. I'm like, okay, if you if you have completely abandoned me, then I'm abandoning this meal and I'm gonna go to fucking Panda Express around the corner. Yeah. Like I didn't right. I didn't stop my foot and right. be like, look at me. I was like, this is a shit show and I don't wanna be a part of this. I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm done. And, you know, because because I've worked in customer service, I've worked at a hotel right. for many years. And as we've heard, as we've heard the countless stories, and I was frustrated with their process, but I'm not going to scream at them because no. what does that accomplish? Nothing. It just made me hesitant to go back there, you know, and I gave them feedback. I went to their website and I was like, I had a bad experience. This is what it was. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not yeah. looking for whatever. I'm just being like, hey, this is something you all should probably work on. It's just a bit of good feedback for you guys. Like, it sucks because I love your food. But now I don't want to go back there. Yeah. So I didn't well, I didn't try to pick a fight with someone on the other side of the glass, you know? And I would – it, it says the this – this uh, wait, Hain, what is her name again? Rosemary yeah, Rosemary. Hain. She's 39. Right, thirty nine years our old. Age. 
She's our age. She, which means that she should be familiar enough with popular culture and internet culture to understand the repercussions when something like this happens. Most people, I would argue, should be familiar with this doesn't ever get you anywhere. Yeah. Anytime someone does this, you end up a meme. You end up on a joke on Saturday Night Live. You end up a topic on Mind Gap podcast. They should know this yeah. by now. You know, obviously, like this. This is like it never. And also, like if let's say she was just sitting there yelling at the person. Anyone who's worked in the service job, I when I worked at the container store, I used to love. We worked in Lincoln Park, and there are some very. Um, there's some lovely people who live in Lincoln Park. There are also some very uh, uh, entitled people who live in Lincoln Park. And when any of those people would come in, I would relish when they would get mad because they would try and try and try. They would stomp their feet. Their voice would raise. They would demand this, this, and this. And I'm like, look, this this is just my shift ends at a certain time. So you can you, you do this all, all you want. This makes no difference to me. So like to the people who do this kind of shit – you're not going to you're not winning. <laughs> Nothing about this is 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 making is either painting you in a good light or getting you any sort of ground. No. So I don't understand why people continue conti- like I understand losing your temper. I understand where you're just like, ah, maybe you had a bad day, something snaps and you're just like, god damn it. There are ways as an adult to process that and to handle it. And yeah. there are and and you should be also familiar enough with again with these stories where you know how this is going to end for you. And yeah. I just, I don't understand why people keep going back to this well. It just baffles me. Well, it's, I think part of it is, you know, people, this is going to seem like a really hokey and obvious thing. People don't know how to manage their emotions. You know, sure. like it's, it's lack of emotional intelligence and they're not really mad at that. They're mad at something else. Like you said, that it's probably a bad day that's built up right. to it. Um, you know, for me, it's easy to sit back and be like, ma'am, you're at a Chipotle. Okay, like this isn't this 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 isn't that's like going to Subway and being like this food's kind of gross. It's like of course it is. It's Subway, yeah. you know. Like what do you look what do you th- look around? Look around. All right, you you get what you pay for, and yeah. um, you know, I've been disappointed. I was disappointed at Halal guys, but you're paying four bucks for a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> look around. Yeah, right. Take a look around. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just the idea too that you know p- people look at fast food workers. Like they're this is scum of the earth. Like yeah, they're not it, worthy yeah. of your time. And there's a time and place to confront someone who's giving you bad customer service, right? Sure. Like, the, look, they're not it. always right. Like yeah. the, the worker is sometimes is in the wrong. Yeah. To to be, you know, it doesn't mean when I say confront. It doesn't mean put up your dukes. You know, it means right. to or call throw it out. Be like, hey, this kind of sucks. Like, yeah. You know, for me, I'm very much a, a, a I give what you give. And so mm-hmm. I I try to be as kind as possible because I've been there to some right. degree of what it's like to serve someone. So I'm like, I want to be that customer interaction that is going to make your day easy, mm-hmm. make this as easy as possible. If someone's like, I'm, you know, we're slammed right now. I'm like, hey, no worries. I got right. time. Like, I'm not going to, don't worry about it. I'm going to be super chill. I'm going to wait. Once you finish with a customer, I'm going to wait for you to wave me forward because right. I know sometimes you got to finish up some stuff. Uh, people are just like, my turn. You know, they come right up and I'm like, it's cool. I will come when it's time. Like I'll show up and it'll be good, whatever. But if you're a dick to me, I'm going to be like, Hey, I just, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or anything here. I am just looking for some food and I don't think I deserve that. Like right. I'm on your side. Let's, you know, let's keep going uh-huh. here. You know, like I'll, I'll try to call that stuff out, but 
the idea that you would just, you know, that the, the, the person that got hit by this uh, quit. Mm-hmm. Right. She was so frustrated by this, she ended up fucking quitting, you know, and which is, this isn't what people should have to go through working in no. any kind of job for that matter. No. no, you should never be physically assaulted when you go to work unless no. your work is an MMA fighter. Exactly. And that's totally different. And actually, you made a point about this. And obviously, I think NSL, SNL made a point about this, too. The kind of like the darker side of this is like, uh-huh. hey, do you want to go to jail or do you want to work in fast food? Right. So to anyone who works in fast food, you know, fair, uh, what is this? Uh, fast food. Your job is other people's prison. Right. Exactly. It's like, yeah. So that, and I guess a lot of, a lot of people probably feel like it is their prison as well. Like it's not like we can all agree. It's not the most glamorous job. Fast food jobs are not the most glamorous jobs to work. And a lot of people probably feel stuck when, when they're Mm -hmm. in there. And, and so maybe have a little bit of empathy on that side too. If you're standing on the other side ordering, you know, and someone's making it for you, maybe think about how's this person's day going? Like there's, they're stuck behind there making a burrito bowl for me. Do you think they're, you know, Hey fucker. Why don't you go home and cook yourself a meal? Huh? You ever thought about that? Give that huh? a shot. <laughs> you think about that? Rosemary? Huh? Your name is a fucking herb. You know? You ever go thought about your, using it? Go cook yourself. Yeah. Go cook yourself, yeah. bitch. Um, um, yeah. No, no I, I think I, I, the other thing I'll, I'll say is is just, again, to, to anyone listening that has not heard us uh, rail on this uh, in the past. I just closed all three rings, by the way, sitting here. Um that's what I do. I burn calories by sitting. Oh, okay. Thought we had one more. Um, no, anyone who has not listened to us uh, go on about this uh, in previous episodes, which we have, I'll, I'll say that if you have not worked a service job, when you go in, you and the 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 phrase, the saying, "You catch more honey or you catch more flies with honey," is very very true. Go in, and if you have a bad experience, calmly ask to talk to the manager instead of screaming, show me, get me the man. And if you get the manager, calmly explain the situation and say how it made you feel. Don't point fingers. Don't scream. Have a conversation. Get your point across, but do it in a very calm, measured way, and mm-hmm. I guarantee things are going to turn out much different than if you come in hot and bothered. I absolutely yeah. guarantee that. Yeah, because consider... What it'd be like for you if someone came in hot and bothered? Like the amount of times I had to explain to people how the American banking system works, uh, because they (laughs) understand how the debit card worked. Oh, the holds and shit. Oh, it was exhausting. Where people are like, and I would always say, just so you know, this is going to take whatever we're going to put on here as a hold, and it's going to tie up your money. Oh, just run it as a credit. This is a debit card. I can't run it as a credit because it's a t- it's 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 a tie to your bank account. Uh, it's tied to your checking account. When you explained it like that, did it help? Mm-hmm. Especially if they were Italian, <laughs> they'd be like, "Ah, oh, he's speaking my language." Um, oh, pre- I get it now. So oh, easy. Pre- prego, prego. Yeah. I get it. It makes sense. Uh, it's a hold, but the bank have their own uh, p- policies, and then they they would release it on their own time. Exactly. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. And I remember one guy one time okay, was like, "Charge it." And then just like jumped out, going, you know, it was weird. I don't know why they were glowing. Um, but uh, this one guy was like, <laughs> he's like, so uh, you're gonna pay me back in interest? I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. He goes, well, you're holding my money, so like, shouldn't I get paid in interest? I'm like, that is, we are not a bank, sir. That's not how this works. Your bank is putting the hold on it. So. You're- 
fundamentally yeah. misunderstanding how this works. And a lot of sometimes it was just so fucking sad because people like would go there in the wintertime when it was super cheap. Yeah. And they were like they were on a super <clears> tight budget and all they had was a debit card and we had to hold for incidentals. Yeah. And it was like 75 bucks and people were like, that's all the money I had to oh. like buy food. That and is I was heartbreaking. Like, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I They're like, can I get it back? And I'm like, no. And then there's the people like, well, just give me cash. I'm like, that's not how this works. Nope. Yeah. That's not how this works. No. We didn't charge you. We don't have that money. They're like, but I don't have access to that money. I'm like, if I give you this money and then they release that money, you've taken that money from us. That's not how right. this works. No, that's not going to. Dude, oh. I can't. That that conversation would have driven me nuts to go round and round with that. We that had signs all over the front desk. It was on the sign-in sheet. We would yeah. say it and still people would be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, just having those. Or people would be like, just turn everything off. In my room, I'm like, well, there's nothing to turn off. Um, right. We're not that kind of hotel. Oh, oh, you think there's a mini bar in there? Oh, oh. no, no, like, no, there's no, just no, Yeah, no. we're not going to use the mini bar. I'm like, oh, you mean the vending machines? Because <laughs> that's, that's what we got no, for you. No, you. you can use the fridge in there. No, no, yeah. the mini bar. You can use the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Put it's anything not, it's, you want in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was it's not like, plugged but, in, but you can put anything you want in there. But what the implication was like, if you fuck up this room, I've got to have something that's going to offset the costs. <laughs> right, right. Like, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use the phone. I'm like, do you know how many times I've fucking heard oh, that, sir? You're not. Do you gonna, know how okay. many times people have told me, well, I'm not gonna. And then those same assholes go down to the restaurant and they say, charge it to the room, and there's no card on the room. You know right. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because we'd have to do that every day. The restaurant would come over and be like, check these people out. They said that they're charging. Does it make And I'm like, nope, fuck them. Like, don't, don't lock them out of the room until they come by the, oh, it was exhausting. So you just you look at them and they say, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Do I look like a bitch? What? Do I look like a bitch? <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me? No, You're not going to do fuck it? me like one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just Stop. not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many drunk guys? Uh, we've had to literally break down the door to get into some places because people just like have locked the barricade themselves in and we've had to like get that's, cut through the door. To that's get there. bonkers. Yeah. That is absolutely bonkers. Listen, man, like every customer service has bonkers stories, but when you deal with where people are staying, once people are staying the night, man, the stakes yeah. get raised. If you're, if you're dealing with one of uh, the, what is it? The Maslow's, Maslow's hierarchy. hierarchy. Yeah. If you're dealing with one of the base, the core hierarchies, uh, uh, core needs. Yeah. Yeah. Food, lodging, like that stuff, big deal. But when people are staying the night, that's when things really ramp up because you're like, shit's going down, man. Like yeah. shit's going down. Like anything could happen at this point in time and it gets real. And I'll that has taught me so much about, Whenever I'm anywhere and dealing with someone, it gave me so much empathy for people that are doing jobs. Because also, when you're shouting at that front level person, mm -hmm. guess what? That person didn't make the fucking rules that right. they're being told they have to follow as part of their job. They didn't right. write the goddamn policy. Okay. Right. So you're screaming at someone who has no stake in what's going on. And when people are like, you know what? I'm just going to yeah. go somewhere else. That's the best fucking news we've all heard all day. Oh, yeah. It's not Fucking coming out of my out of paycheck, so go yeah. ahead. Oh, no. The stock price. Oh, my God. Like, right. I, I, I worked at a private fucking hotel, 
that always wanted to sell out all the rooms. And I could give a fuck. I preferred that not to be sold out because you know what? I didn't see shit when the, when the hotel got sold out. And I remember <laughs> some of the guys that had been there for a while. They're like, how come we don't get a bonus when this place is sold out? Uh-huh. Where's our incentive to sell this place out? Because it fucking sucks when this place is sold out because our rooms suck. Right. Like, most of them were fine, but there were several that sucked. And when we sold out, we had to rent out those rooms that sucked. Well, also you lost the leverage because if you didn't, if you had extra rooms, then you had a, an ace up your sleeve. You could mm-hmm. actually be like, "I got you." If something happened, there mm-hmm. was a way to to solve it. So they, I hated then they, that. your hands were behind Ted, behind your back on that. I hated the nights where we were almost sold out or were sold out because I yeah. was like, "We don't have any flexibility." Like because right. the amount of times someone's like, "There's something wrong in that room. I want to move." It's like you can't. Right. You are stuck Th- where this you is are. It. We have no other rooms or God forbid yeah. you're overbooked. And then someone comes in and they're like, I'm here to check in. And you're like, thankfully, I never had to do that. I came really close, but I was like, I never had to be like, we got to get you somewhere else. And they're like, what the fuck? You gave my room away. And you're like, no, we just overbooked. Yeah. And from a management standpoint, they're like, we're maximizing profit. Whenever we're sold out, that's the max profit we can make for the day. That's awesome. As someone who worked there, I'm like, this fucking sucks. Right. Fucking don't care. I'm like, yay, a cancellation. They're like, no, we were at 99.2%. Oh, sell that room. I'm like, why? What? I'll and tell you what. I don't I'll care. sell that room when you come up here and work your shift. How's that yeah. sound? No shit, man. Yeah? Like okay. I was like, I when people were like, you know, we looked at a lot of hotels and we 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 chose this one and we're disappointed that it doesn't have a view. And I'm like, what are you saying? They're like, you know, I think we, maybe we should just cancel our reservation. I'm like, grabbing the mouse. I'm like, hovering over Go cancel. On. I'm like, you have to say that. I need you to legally say that you're going to cancel your reservation. I need I need to hear you say it out loud to me. You're, are you canceling? And they're like. We'll, th- we'll think about it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just say it. I'll do it. No charge. I'll cancel your shit right now because it will be my life will be infinitely better with you not here right. than having to deal with you calling down and being like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that. I'm like, just fucking go. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't care about any of this. This sucks. I don't like yeah. being here. This is, talk about one of the worst hamster wheels of all time. You come in, people leave, and you wait for people to come back in. Then every day you do it again. Mm-hmm. Fucking people come and clean the rooms. People fix the shit that's broken. And every single day, it's just this horrible cycle of in and out, in and very, out. It's a very impractical way of living. 100%. And it had to have driven you nuts because it was so impractical. Yeah, it drove my nuts, you know? It did. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. Practical. I'm gonna come. Yes, sir. I've done that one in a while. We all are when it's time for Ask Practical Doug. So if you've never been here before, Ask Practical Doug is the small Doug that lives inside of Big Doug, and he guides Big Doug through all of life's questions, its its issues, its quandaries, its its quagmires, and and guides Doug to the other side unscathed. Uh, if you want to ask practical, Doug I a die question, in this scenario. <laughs> no, you you came out the other, side, to uns- the other other side unscathed. unscathed. <laughs> yeah, the other side of the problem, unscathed. Uh, if you like practical to, Doug to the end of your life, if you would like, if you would like practical Doug to uh, to shepherd you across the 
the, uh, the river the sticks. Hades, the river sticks. Yeah, uh, with two coins in your eyes, you can yeah. ask him questions on any social media at MindGap Podcast hashtag Ask Practical Doug or on our Discord uh, link in the description below. We have a channel set up for uh, asking practical practical Doug questions. Today, though, we are going back to one of our favorite subreddits. Am I the asshole? And we're going to uh, answer a little question here from Eastern List Nine Five Three Three. They want to know, dear Doug, am I the asshole for not wanting anyone else invited to dinner? My partner and I had made plans to go to a nice restaurant in town. I booked us the table and we were really looking forward to it. My girlfriend then messages me and asks if she can invite her mom. I say no since it's just, sorry, I say no since it's just meaning, <laughs> it's just meant to be us going. She doesn't let it go and invites her mom anyways and it tells me it'll still be a good night. She then mentioned that she was paying for her mom's meal. I asked if she was paying for my meal as well, and she said no, because it would cost too much. I just pointed that the in the two years we've been together, I don't actually think she's bought me a meal once when we've been out, yet despite me doing it for, uh, for her quite a few times, and she's offering to buy her mom's food on a night she wasn't even invited on. My girlfriend accused me of making her feel bad, but I just pointed out it seems like she doesn't actually value how I feel about the situation, and spent the night completely dis- disregarding my opinion on a night that I had planned for us. She just said I was starting arguments over nothing. Am I the asshole for not wanting her mom at the meal? That's a good question. There's a, there's a lot of nuance in this one. There is. There's a lot of nuance. And while I feel like um, Eastern List 9533 um, is making their point eloquently here, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet they didn't communicate this effectively to their partner. I would I'm take I would bet. take that wager absolutely because um if if this was a special night out for them in my opinion would be they should have clearly said hey this is a special night out for us it would mean a lot to me if maybe we could find a different time for your mom tonight I just want to spend that time with you yeah because also halfway through this, it turns into like, how come you didn't pay for my meal? It's weird. It's kind of like. Right. It, there's some expectation. I don't know. It's just, it was just strange because it's like, oh, they invited their mom and she paid for her mom's meal, but she didn't pay for my meal. And I, she's never paid for my meal. I'm like, I think we're losing focus here of what, right. Ex- what we're trying to. Exactly. What are you really mad about? Are you mad about her not paying for your meal or are you mad that her mom came? Because I, you know, which, which is it? Feels it feels like one thing it happened because of a deep-rooted uh, issue on the other. Like the other thing was more of like the root cause and it yeah. just manifested itself in, in, in a different way. It was another thing like that kind of like tacked on. on and, I, and another thing. Yeah. She's paying for my for her mom's meal, but not for my meal. And she's Wh- never paid for my meal before. Right. I'm like, oh, Which is okay. the thing that's probably been bugging him for much longer. I think yeah. that's the that's probably the thing that's really, made, you know, rubbed him raw. And then the mom coming along was kind of the icing on the cake. And that's where it manifested itself. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like one thing led to the other in it. So I don't think it's you're an asshole for not wanting someone else to come with you. Um, I'm going to say you might be an asshole because you didn't communicate this effectively. Because based on how this is written and Mm -hmm. this sort of stream of consciousness, I'm getting the vibe that you didn't show up to say – you're saying that she doesn't value how you feel. Did you communicate it effectively? Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't – you know, my girlfriend messaged me and asked if she can invite her mom. I say no, since it's just meant to be the two of us. She doesn't let it go and invites her mom anyway. 
and tells me it's still it'll still be a good night. I feel like there's some details missing there. Absolutely. It does not feel complete. It doesn't feel like, because I'm like, maybe in your mind, you told her, hey, this is special. It should just be us. But she didn't hear it that way. So right. I would say there needs to be an improvement on the communication there as far as how that goes. To be like, yeah. hey, listen, um, like I said, uh, I, I had planned on this just being a night out for you and I. I would really like to do that. Perhaps we can schedule a time for you, me, and your mom to go at another time. But for tonight, I really just want this to be us. I kind of want us to have this night. I kind of just want to have you to myself tonight. I hope that's cool because, yeah. you know, I love you so much and whatever. And I want to spend this time with you. Um, and if that's not the case, if, if we're taking this at, you know, at his word, and if he did communicate effectively and she was still like, no, I'm inviting my mom anyway. You know, that is a dick move, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say you're for the overall question, are you an asshole um, for not wanting her mom at the meal? No, but I don't think that's the, the issue here. Right. <laughs> the base, the base level question. No, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that are suspect in this, in this write up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with like, I've been to places where I'm like, yeah, I really wish no one else was here right now. You know, like sure. I really wish this was just me and whomever or whatever. And you're never an asshole for wanting it that way. If that's no. what your plans and expectations were, you know, um, so yeah, the uh, base question, no, but we've got some other things we got to unpack here with a giant Ow. base question. No, with a giant asterisk. Yeah. You, uh, uh, what's really going on here? Yeah. What's really bugging you? Are you mad that you've always paid for her meals and she's never paid for yours? Was that an expectation in the relationship? Cause there's a, this is three paragraphs. One paragraph is about her mom coming, uh, to the meal uninvited. The second one is. A lot about you and her who's paying for what. So which one is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This feels split. Yes. It's a split decision. So, split decision. So yeah, you're not an asshole, but with an asterisk. So yeah, here we go. So for that, we'll say, you know. Ho, ho, ho. It is decided. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, uh, Justin... What would you like to recommend this week? In my trend of watching things in a timely fashion, I am going to recommend The Whale, uh, the Brendan Fraser movie that uh, won all the awards in this last round of uh, awards earlier this year, came out last year. Uh, it was a it was a good movie, man. Uh, I see why it won. I see why it got all the Oscar buzz. Um, it was, it's one, it's sad. It, it it's one that I would say um, give it its due. Like really sit down and watch it. Don't you know, like if you're gonna watch it, don't watch it in the 20 minute chunks like you normally do. It's not one of those movies. I feel like you really do need to sit down and kind of give this one some attention. Allow the emotions to wash over you. Kind of feel it. Um, and it's just uh, yeah, it's a really interesting. I think it's a really interesting character study. So I would say I would say high high recommend for me for the whale. Have you seen it? Nope, I haven't. Okay. I've seen the I've seen the cover of it. Yeah, there you go. Can't help but notice that uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse isn't on there, Justin. Can't, it's uh, not. Can't imagine why it wouldn't be on your recommendations when uh, when you've watched it. Well, but, I watched uh, I watched the whale first. If that helps. Okay, I'm just saying the the world's watching. Just want you to know that. 
Okay, world to watch. I hope so. I look if they if we can get the world to watch, I'll buy the world a Coke. I'll buy the world a, a charged lemonade. <laughs> And we will take care of overpopulation real quick with that. And we'll we'll really make that uh, a quick thing. So, Doug, what do you have to recommend? Uh, I actually recommend, uh, I I don't rarely recommend these, but uh, the Dune Part 2 Trailer (laughs) 3. Justice Dune. Okay, got it. Yep, I got it. I'm there. Uh, It's coming out in March. It's it's Dune Part 2. And it's yep. the third trailer for it. Uh, I watched it today multiple times, and I haven't done that in a while for a movie. Okay. But it really grabbed me, and I was like, whoa, I'm really excited for this movie. I liked part one. I thought it was really good. Part two I looks exceptional. I looked at the other trailers. I'm like, yeah, it looks good. For whatever reason, this this one grabbed me. I was like, ah, okay. I will I will have to look at part th- the third trailer now. I'm like pumped. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like, I, I'm all right. March, I, I think I might go to the theater for this one. Okay, it might get me out there. All right. This is okay. pretty exciting. So Huzzah. I recommend it. I, I think you should you should all go check that out. And hopefully, I, don't, I was just watching it being like, man, how do you make a movie like this? Like, this shit looks good. You know, like the CG <laughs> is top notch. I'm like, yeah. man, Dude, I, if you I watch the uh, watch the, the there's some making of special features and stuff like that out there uh, for part one. Go check them out if you're at all interested in how they did it, because they did some really cool shit. Uh, and, yeah. and some of the stuff that they used. um the the render engines and stuff that they mm-hmm. use to make the particles of sand. Oh man, it's it was really cool. Way above my like man. my nerddom goes up here, and then there's like there's a, there's a whole other like atmosphere of I don't understand it. But it was really cool to fucking listen to him talk about it. Very as very an cool. amateur editor and things like that. I look at the, I oftentimes I look at things. I'm like I think I know how they do those, or I think I understand. Yeah. And I watch that. Yeah. I'm like. This fucking looks real. Like <laughs> it's it is absolutely bananas. Yeah, you know, I'm like, God damn, Dennis Villeneuve. Like he knows he knows what's up, man. He knows what's up on how to make a really visually appealing film. And I'm like, yeah, God damn, that looks really cool. So y'all should go check that out. Absolutely. Right, Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we appreciate you. We also would appreciate it if you uh, head over, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like and hit that subscribe button. It fucking means the world to us. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, also, be sure to check us out on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Just a links in the description for links to our Discord to, ju- to join the family. Uh, check out our merch at redbubble.com and also our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. And follow Justin as well. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, any place where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you can find and consume us. Go ahead and give us the share, like, rate, review, all those things that we ask every week. But the share is the big one. Let people know that we exist. It's the only way we keep going. And uh, then TuiStaith.com, TuiStaith on all social media. And then LoveItImprovFilm.com, LoveItImprovFilm on Instagram. Follow. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me some. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> Justin, I want you to give me a good chest flex right now. Give me a good chest flex. The sun is out. Take us out. Chest flex. Ha! Go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, if you're watching and you're listening, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. <laughs>